0: To be in your midst, oh God. Lord, we ask, oh God, that you minister to our hearts this afternoon. Holy Spirit, we thank you. I avail myself as a vessel. Use me, Lord, and minister to our hearts. We thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Forever, all my days. Hallelujah. Come on, why don't you clap for the Lord? It is a clap unto the Lord. The Lord loves the first and the best. Hallelujah. And you may be seated, please. Wonderful. Okay. Well, this afternoon, I want to continue a message that I started sharing with you. Last week, Sunday, I began sharing with you about faithfulness, Amen. hallelujah, Amen. and I want to continue sharing on this particular subject, faithfulness. Now last week we said faithfulness is a very important element or important characteristic when it comes to Walking with God. When it comes to our relationship with God, faithfulness is very elemental. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 4 and verse 2, it says, Moreover, it is required, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. It is required in servants. It is required, a requirement for those who serve God. It is a requirement of God's servant that you be found faithful. Hallelujah. Amen. That you be found faithful. It is a prerequisite. It is a basic requirement to walk with God. To be a servant of God, it is required that you be found faithful faithful. That faithfulness is found in you. Hallelujah. Amen. That you be found faithful. One of the things that will make you abide in God's holy temple is faithfulness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 15 and verse 1, there was a question thrown to the Lord. It says, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who will remain in your temple? Who will remain in your tabernacle? Who will remain when you come back? When you come down, who will still remain? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? And the answer, he says, in verse, uh, verse 4, he says, In whose eyes a vile person is contempt, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord, and then he says, he that sweareth to his own head and changeth not. He that sweareth to his own head and changeth not. That means who, he that promises, he that takes an oath to his own head that is going to hurt you, but you will not change. That is faithfulness. That is the person who will abide in the lost temple. That is the person who will dwell in his holy hill. Hallelujah. When there is faithfulness found in you. Amen. Faithfulness is a basic requirement for every Christian. Anyone who wants to walk with God, there must be faithfulness in you. Hallelujah. And just as our nature is of God, we also look for faithfulness in all of our relationships. We look for faithfulness in every relationship that we have. We expect that if we are in relation with someone, then the person must be faithful to us. Students expect that their teachers, their professors are faithful. In a professor-student relationship, you expect faithfulness. You expect that the things that your teacher teaches you, your professor teaches you, he should bring those things in your exams. If he brings something else, you say that's unfair. That is not fair. He is not faithful to his word. He's a wicked man. He's a wicked man. The things that he teach you are the things that you are expecting. So you, you are expecting that he will keep his word. Yeah, exactly. In every relationship, in your relationship with your boss, you expect faithfulness. You expect that after you have worked according to his word and his promises, he should pay you. And if he doesn't pay you on the day that he has promised, you say it's unfair. And you expect that faithfulness. So you make even plans towards that amount because you expect that he ought to pay you. Amen. So you see, we expect faithfulness in all of our relationships. We expect faithfulness in every relation that we have. Now, so does God also expect you to be faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faithfulness means you are reliable. It means reliability. It means you are steadfast. Hallelujah. It means that you will withstand the test of time. That is faithfulness. Hallelujah. Remaining consistent and constant even in changing season. When the season is changing, you are still constant. You are still the same. Hallelujah. We saw in the dictionary that faithfulness implies long, continued, and steadfast fidelity to whatever one is bound to by a pledge, duty, or obligation. That is faithfulness. Amen. Amen. That when you pledge, you will fulfill your pledge. There are some of you who pledge at the camp, by the way. To give to healing Jesus. Please fulfill your pledge. God does not like when people pledge and they do not fulfill it. He calls such people fools. Amen. Do you remember we read a scripture like that? Yes. So when you make a promise, fulfill your promise. When you make a pledge, fulfill your pledge. Hallelujah. You are not faithful until a situation or you encounter a condition that will make you unfaithful. Do you understand? You see, that means we cannot begin to talk about faithfulness if conditions are favorable. We cannot begin to talk about faithfulness if prevailing conditions allow you to be faithful. We cannot begin to talk about faithfulness if there is not an option to be unfaithful. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You cannot say you have a durable pair of shoes. You have a durable pair of shoes if you have not worn the shoes before. You cannot say you have a durable pair of shoes if you wear the shoe one Sunday in a week during the summer only. And say, I have had this pair of shoes for three years. And I'm still using them and they are durable and when we look into it you wear them you wear them only Sundays in the summer do you understand what I'm sharing with you but you can talk about durable pair of shoes when there are unfavorable weather conditions when you are wearing those shoes in the rain when you are wearing the same shoes in the snow you see you see people's shoes and you say that these are durable pair of shoes You see that the person has worn the shoes. And they're still going. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, because we can't test your the durability of your shoes if you just wear them in nice weather. You know, there's a certain country, three months alone can test the durability of your shoes. Three months. Give it three months, wear it every day. Then you can talk about durability of shoes. Hallelujah. But we can't say you are a faithful person or you are a a dependable church member. You are a reliable church member as long as conditions are fair and conditions are the same. We can't talk about your faithfulness. We can't talk about your faithfulness as long as your car ride always comes. The car comes to pick you up to church. We can say you are faithful. We can challenge your faithfulness when the car ride is not there. When no one comes to pick you up to church. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you see, faithfulness can be tested only when prevailing conditions change. Such as no one is picking you up anymore. You cannot say you are faithful as long as the church is still near your house as long as you don't have to take a bus and then a train and then transfer to come to church, we can talk about your faithfulness. You are faithful as long as you have your eight hours of sleep on Saturday night. Then you can wake up at leisure and come to church. But we test your faithfulness when we were here having a meeting and we went home to sleep for two, three hours and we are coming back. Such as we had on New Year's Eve. It was a test of your faithfulness. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? We can't talk about your faithfulness as long as the weather is always nice and warm. As long as the weather is nice, you are here. It's not too cold, it's not too hot. You are here. Fair weather will not test your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can't test of your faithfulness as long as your spouse is happy in the church. Your husband is happy in the church. So you like the church. My wife likes the church. So you like the church. We can't test of your faithfulness like that. Hallelujah. We can't test of your faithfulness as long as your friend is still in the church. We test of your faithfulness when your friend leaves the church. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Abba, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? We test of your faithfulness when you have a child, when you have babies that you need to rise early in the morning to bathe, prepare, and still come to church. That is when we test of your faithfulness. Hallelujah. We can test of your faithfulness as long as there is no offense. When there is no offense, we cannot test of your faithfulness. You know, offense is a very powerful tool that the enemy uses to test our faithfulness or to cause us to be unfaithful. Do you know the enemy wants you always to be unfaithful? Kofi, do you know the enemy is always striving to make you unfaithful? You see, so you cannot... Say you are faithful if there is no offense. We can't test of your faithfulness as long as you are happy about everything. There's a scripture in Matthew 24 and verse 10. Matthew 24 and verse 10. It says, and then shall many be offended and then shall many be offended. You know, this is a very scary scripture. When I read this scripture, I get scared. It says many, not a few. And then shall many be offended. That means that majority, many means more of the people. Many means majority of the people. It means many people will be offended. And the thing that follows is the most dangerous thing. He says, "And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another." Hallelujah. Amen. Many will be offended and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. These are very strong weapons offense leads to betrayal and hatred offense is a very deadly weapon now it means if offense comes someone that you once loved will turn into hatred a child that you once loved will turn into hatred hallelujah Someone that your heart goes out to and goes out for suddenly becomes an enemy. Amen. Amen. Because of offense. These are the words of Jesus Christ. He says, then shall many be offended and they shall betray one another. And they shall hate one another. When there is offense. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? When there is offense. When there is offense, it changes the relationship. It is a prevailing condition that tests of your faithfulness. When a husband and a wife are offended, the things that they have confided into in each other, the secret things that they have shared among themselves, when they are offended, you see, it is something that you have to guard yourself against. You have to guard yourself against offense. Because Jesus is saying, when you are offended, it leads to betrayal and hatred. So when a husband and wife get offended, they begin to betray one another. The things that they have shared privately, the things that they have confided to each other, they begin to expose them. You hear a wife talking about a husband and saying... My husband snores like a cow. Because she's offended. Hallelujah. He says, my, she says, my husband snores like a cow. He drools like a dog. Mercy. Because she's offended. And so it leads to betrayal. She never wanted anyone to know about her husband's snoring. But because of offense, it leads to betrayal. He drools like a dog. Because of offense. You see, it is a very strong weapon, a very dangerous weapon that the enemy uses to destroy relationships. You hear a, wife, a husband talking about his wife because of offense. She's, he says, my wife is dirty. My wife is filthy. He says, my wife smells. My wife doesn't bath. She doesn't take a bath. She says, have you smelled my wife's hair? You know, when she passes by, smell her hair. You see, because of, you, look, I'm teaching you something very, very important. Very important. Now you see, when the hatred, when the offense comes, you will not even know when. When love changes. But Jesus says, when offense comes, when it comes, love turns into hatred. Betrayer, immediately. You see that immediately you begin to pour out. My wife is filthy. My wife smells. My wife is dirty. My wife cannot cook. Do you know that my wife cannot cook? All these years, do you know that my wife cannot cook? You say, have, you realized, have you ever seen my wife bringing food to the church before? She can't cook. You say, deep secrets have been revealed. Deep secrets, burnt offerings. My wife can cook eggs and she will burn them. He says, I've been eating burnt offerings. I've been eating bank offerings all these years. I am tired. You see, suddenly you are tired because you are offended. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad. Is that good? Bad, bad, bad. It's not a good thing. When you are offended, you begin to talk about the church. You see. When you are offended, you cannot say it will be difficult to say good things about something that was good before. When you are offended. When you are offended, you can say good things about the thing. The same church that has been a blessing to you, when you are offended, you see, immediately you forget about all the good things. You can forget about all the good things that the church has been to you when you are offended, you begin to say bad things about the church. Bad things about the church. You begin to say bad things about the pastor. How many of you like me? Pastor Ducey, do you have a camera? Hallelujah. The words of Jesus. And then shall many be offended. That means a lot of you will be offended. You see, it must needs be. The offense will come. The offense must come. But guard your heart. Guard your heart against the offense. Because it will surely come. And if you don't guard your heart, it leads to betrayal. Betrayer. You forget about the good thing. You forget that the pastor came to you the pastor visited you you forget that the pastor officiated your wedding you forget that the pastor dedicated your child the same pastor you see we forget about the good things that your child who is walking around doing well going to college getting scholarship you don't remember that certain prayers were prayed over his life or her life you forget you forget It becomes difficult. It becomes difficult for you to say good things when there's offense in your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. You begin to talk about everything. You can see something wrong with everything about the church. You see something wrong with the praise and worship, something wrong with the instruments. You will find something wrong with everything. Meanwhile, you were the one that was dancing. You were dancing and singing and jumping and shouting but because of offense you forget about the good times forget about the good times we had together forget about the counseling, hours of counseling hours of counseling you forget you see I'm sharing something very very important with you because it is what I have seen it before that I'm sharing with you. <laughs> Amen. As I was preparing this message, I remember there was a young man in this church. As he was growing up, he and his, his mother had a very foul relationship. Very awful relationship. That even his own children, he could, his mother didn't know them. He has had s- s- several children and his mother didn't know them. Because there was a bitter relationship. And I sat him down. And I spoke to him. And I spoke to him. And I said, take these steps. Take step one, then two, then three, then four, then five. And then come and tell me what happens. And then he went through these steps. Did this, did that, did that, did that. And he and his mother became like this. He and his mother. Do they ask me where he is? He just took off. He says, I'm gone. There was a a couple here. One day after all night prayer meeting. After all night prayer meeting. Because their marriage was just about to break. On the brim. To break. After all night prayer meeting. In the morning around 5 a.m. I gathered my family and we went to his house, their house. We sat there and counsel and counsel and counsel and counsel, talk, 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 talk. And they were happy. They were happy. They were making decisions, buying this. We are going to do this. Now their marriage is working. One day I was there and he came and said, I can't receive from you anymore. It took off. You see, offense, when it comes, it makes you forget about the good times. It makes you forget about the good. I can share with you many, many, many things. Hallelujah. If you have been in a church for a long time, you realize that there are some people that you can't see here. Now, that is why you have to be careful about this scripture. That when it comes, it will lead to betrayal and hatred. A church that you love so much, you betray the church. You say awful things about the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So God is expecting that every Christian has that element of faithfulness. How many of you love love God? You see, we all love God. And that's what I was sharing last week. If you didn't love God, you will not be here. You'll be tired, you come to church. In the cold, you are coming to church. Because you love God. There was someone also who loved God. Let me show you a scripture in John chapter 21. John 21. And verse 15. John 21 and verse 16. Look at that. Beautiful conditions. You don't have John 21 and verse 15. I have one. John 21 and verse 15. Are you there? He says, So when they had dined, when they had dined, you see, it's, it's a nice environment when brethren come together in unity, and we are having a meal, we are eating together, we are dining together. Do you see? He says, so when they had dined, when they had dined, they were drinking, they were relaxed, and life was good. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee, So he was relaxing in a couch, you know. They have dined and they were relaxing. And life was good. Everything was looking beautiful. The Lord is here. The disciples are around. Look at the brethren. And we are relaxed. Chilling with Jesus. And then Jesus threw out. You see, we are looking nice. And we are here. And we love God. So he says, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, feed my lambs. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, feed my lambs. You see, when conditions are nice, when conditions are favorable, when conditions are beautiful, when you are in a dining mode, when I have cooked for you and you are eating my food, when you like my food, when we are chilling together, and I ask you, do you love me? You say, yeah, I love you. So when I ask you, do you love your pastor? Everyone says, yeah, I love you. Because it's a happy moment. You are relaxed. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me. Peter was grieved. Peter was angry that he is asked. He said, Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me. He was angry that Jesus kept asking him. Hallelujah. So if you are with your wife and you are asking, do you love me? And then he says, of course I love you. Do you really love me? Of course I love you. Are you sure? Do you love me? You'll be offended. I said I love you. You know I love you. See, that is how Peter felt. I have not changed my mind. What has changed? What, What have you seen? Have you heard something? Has somebody said anything to you? What has happened? Why do you keep asking me if I love you? Conditions are the same. Why are you asking me that if I love you? And then you begin to suspect. Is there something that is going on? You see? So Peter was grieved. Peter was angry. That Jesus asked him three times. But they were dying. Things were beautiful. Things were working out. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me. Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me. And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest all things. (laughs) I'm not even going to say, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. Hallelujah. So you see, conditions were prevailing. We can't test of your faithfulness if the same conditions are favorable. If conditions are such that it doesn't test of your faith. But this man's faithfulness was tested. His faithfulness was tested in Matthew chapter 26 and verse 69. The situation changed. The conditions changed. You see, I was sharing with you last week that you see, when, we are, when you are with your friend and he's telling you about another person and he's saying bad things about the other person, it means her relationship or his relationship with the other person has changed the condition has changed but you are not hearing him or her telling you offensive things or telling you bad things or you have not heard him saying bad things about you because your condition has not changed your friendship remains the same situation has not changed conditions are favorable nothing has changed about your relationship and so, good things are being said about you. You know, you are my B. What is a BFF. You know, you and I, it's like water and the ground. You know, nothing can separate us. You know, I would die for you. I will give you my heart and live on a car battery if it comes to that stage. If it comes to a stage where I need to give you my kidney, I will give you my kidney. If I had to give you a piece of my liver so you can live, I'll give you. You see, things are favorable because your kidney is still working. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And he has not said anything awful about you because conditions are good. But when the condition changes, for this person, in Matthew 26 and verse 69, it says, Now Peter sat without in the palace and a damsel that means Peter sat outside the palace and a damsel or a young girl came unto him saying because this is when Jesus was arrested and they were looking for the people who were with Jesus so conditions have changed we are not dining and relaxing in a couch anymore now it is killing they are arresting do you understand they are arresting. Amen. Amen. They are beatings. And you have seen the beatings. So, a young girl, a little girl like that, came unto him, saying, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. You see, Jesus asked him three times. If you love me. So, he, they asked him, and said, You remember, he said, today, if they say they are arresting, God forbid they are arresting all members of the lighthouse Chapel international and they meet you and they say you are also of the sect <laughs> you have been in lighthouse all these years i think i've been seeing you going to the church he says well if you are not i will slap you get out you do you know me you see this is this was peter Don't you know that in this world there are two by two people walk two and two? You see, he says, now Peter sat with thou in the palace. And a damsel came unto him, saying, thou also was with Jesus of Nazareth, of Galilee. But he denied before them, saying, I don't know what you are saying. (laughs) He said, I don't even know what you are saying. What are you talking about? Lighthouse, what is that? What is that? lighthouse is it a touch light is it a, is it a, is it a light or is what what is it a type of a type of car it's a type of car i know a car by light about this thing you are talking about is that lighthouse? <laughs> those people who are saying mercy forgive what a shock this have you seen me have you, have you look at me They can't even speak well. They say, I don't believe it. That that church, you associate it with. You see, you deny. It will be a test of your faithfulness. A test of your faithfulness. He denied them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid, you see, Another maid, Another girls are very observant. You see, they notice people. Another maid saw him and said unto them that were there. This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. He pointed to you. You you he says, I know you, 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 you. You were also with Jesus of Nazareth. And then Peter, verse 72. And again he denied with an oath. He said, "Me, look me." And then he touched the ground. <laughs> he denied with an oath, "I do not know the man. I do not know the man. I do not know them. I don't even know him. I have not heard of him. Was he around here? What, 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 was he? You don't know Jesus. I never heard of him." He said, I don't even know the man. Walahi, I don't know the man. Wow. Verse 73. And after a while, came unto him that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them. For thy speech betrayed thee. The way you are talking and you are saying forgive. The way you are talking, even when they pointed you are saying Forgive. We know you are a lighthouse. And you say, Mercy. Shabayah. That gives you out. You say, even you're talking. What a shock. It gives you out. You say, Me, lighthouse. <laughs> I go to seven days. <laughs> and you can even say, I'm a Muslim. <laughs> wow. Or wow. wow. oh, you are a Jew. <laughs> And you are a Hindu. You are a Hindu. Wow! What a shock! It says your speech betrayed thee. Your speech gives you out. And again, then began he to curse. And to, let me tell you, listen. When condition changes, a test of your faithfulness. When condition changes, a test of your faithfulness. You forget about the miracles. You forget about the feeding. You forget about when you were sent to catch the fish and you saw coin in the mouth of the fish. You forget. You forget the transfiguration. You forget the things that you said. Quiet, Lord. Let us build. Let us right here. This thing that I'm seeing. You forget about all of those things. When the situation changes. We can't begin to talk about faithfulness when we are sitting down and relaxed and eating a meal. And enjoying a meal and having a good time. We can't talk about faithfulness. We can't talk about faithfulness. Hallelujah. He says, then he began he to curse and to swear. He was cursing them. Hey, just because you know Jesus. He began to curse. He says, I will slap you. I will I will I will I will head you I will, I will do you know me do you know me I'm hey, a fisherman you if you don't know I beat eh? I beat, I beat. <laughs> he began to curse them and to swear wow. you are pointing at me may you die in fire may you die in an accident may a car knock you down may you fall into a ditch hey eh? you see he began to swear and to curse, saying, I know not the man. I do not know the man. Offense. Conditions. Hallelujah. Because it has changed. Things have changed. We are not dining anymore. We are not sitting anymore. There's a time of war. There's a test of your faithfulness. So your faithfulness is not tested until conditions change. When conditions change, then we will know if you are faithful. Hallelujah. Then we will know if you are faithful. But there is another group of people. You know, maybe I'll save this for another time because um, our time is fast spent. But faithfulness, you know, one of my favorite scriptures about faithfulness is in Proverbs 28 verse 20. Proverbs 28 and verse 20. It says, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Do you understand the word abound? Abound means you'll will, you will be overwhelmed with blessings. You'll overflow with blessings. I believe that this is, the, this is the, the culture. That culture of faithfulness has been perhaps the basis for all of the blessings in Lighthouse Chapel International. The culture of loyalty, the culture of faithfulness. You see, it is very difficult to find faithfulness. It is very difficult to find someone who is faithful. It is very difficult for God to find a church that is faithful. You know, faithfulness is like precious stone. It's like diamond. When you find it is very difficult to find. And so when you find one, you treasure it. And you, do, you put a lot of price on it. It is so precious, it is so difficult to find, that when you find one, you put a large price on it. You place such a high value on it. And I believe this is perhaps the basis for the blessings in this church. That God could find a church that is faithful to his great commission. That God could find a church that is faithful in his calling. That God could find a church that is faithful to the purpose for which he sent his only begotten son. And for that, God has placed such value on the church. God has placed such high price on the church. And that is why the church is flourishing. That is why the church is blessed. Because it is not easy to find a faithful person. Beloved, when you find a faithful church, put a high price on it. When you find a faithful pastor, price him on high. Put a high price on him. When you find a faithful marriage, put a high price on it. Let it be like diamond to you. When you find a faithful friend, put a high price on him or on her. Sight that when there's offense, that person is still valuable. That relationship is still valuable. That relationship is still treasured. No matter what comes. Jesus asked Simon three times, do you love me? And on three occasions, he denied him. May that not be your story. I said, may, may that not be your story. May that not be your story. May you place high value on your relationships. May you place high value on the church you belong to. And it says, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. And you will abound with blessings. I say you will abound with blessings. As you are being faithful to your church, may you abound with blessings. I say you will abound with blessings. God will increase you because of your faithfulness. God will bless you for your faithfulness. God will move you forward because of your faithfulness. God will elevate you because of your faithfulness. Because of your faithfulness, things that you do not ask for, God will give them to you. May the Lord bless you for your faithfulness. May the Lord increase you for your faithfulness. May the Lord exalt you for your faithfulness. You will not lack any good thing because of your faithfulness. A faithful church member, precious church member, someone who is faithful to his church, may the Lord put such a high price on you. May the Lord price you like a diamond. May the Lord price you high. Precious stone. You are not easy to find. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. And stand up as you bring the service to a close. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. We are grateful. We are thankful. We thank you, Lord for how far you have brought us. Father, to this day that we continue to walk with you. Oh, we thank you for the grace that we have found. Father, many have been the offenses. But Lord, by your grace we have overcome and we have withstood. And today we continue to stand. Lord, help us to take heed. For you say, many shall be offended. Lord, exempt us from this group of offenses. Father, for them that will be offended and shall betray one another, let it not be counted amongst us, so God, in the name of Jesus. Let not hatred be built in us because of offense. Deliver us, O God, from this case. The case of offense that brings betrayal, the offense that brings hatred, Lord, let it not be named amongst us
1: in the name of Jesus. I see, Lord, in me, he straight away oh, oh, oh. by the power of your love. Oh, yes. not you hold us to hold hold
0: offense will come. God, me me let us not be. They are overcome by offenses. They will never be Lord. overcome by offenses. They will withstood the test of time. Me they will continue with to withstand the test of God. In the name of Jesus.
1: By the power of your love, and I will so with you, Lord, and I will so with you, my Lord. Your spirit leads me on by the power of your
0: love. Father, we are thankful and grateful. Lord we thank you for your word this afternoon We pray Lord Give us that grace oh God Let us not be overcome by offense Father may not offense overtake us But Lord give us that grace oh God To overcome offenses Give us that grace to withstand the test of time Father when conditions change When things change When unfavorable conditions And unfavorable times come Lord, help us to remain steadfast. Help us, O God, to remain unmovable. Help us, O Lord, not to be shaken. But may we remain constant. May we remain faithful. May we remain steadfast. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Christ. This afternoon, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want to take Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. You are not born again. This afternoon, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is you, if you want to say this short prayer, I'm ready to pray this prayer with you. If there's anyone here like that, lift up your hands and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that, you want to give your life to Christ? You don't want to leave this place without receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you are not born again, do not leave this place without receiving Christ as your Savior. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Jesus? Why don't you all join me and let's say this prayer together. Say Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me.
1: Thank you for dying for me.
0: Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come to you. I come to you with a heart full of repentance. Lord, Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me with your blood. With your blood. This, afternoon, this afternoon. I welcome you I welcome into you. my life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus be, my master. be my master, be my Lord, be my, Lord. Be my, savior. Be my savior. From today, From today I, will serve you I will serve you all the days of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank, you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name, in Jesus name. Amen. amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your